we remember John is going around saying, the one that's coming after me is going to baptize you with fire. I am not worthy to unstrap his sandals. And so when Jesus appears to John, John is of the opinion that I should be baptized by you, Jesus. You're the Messiah. You're the chosen one. I should be baptized by you. Jesus is, this is my favorite line from Jesus, one of them. Allow it now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. All righteousness. I don't know what that is. It sounds like a pretty bold thing that we should do. And then the next phrase, right? And then he allowed him. All right, I'll baptize you. Why does Jesus need to be baptized? We were baptized for multiple reasons, but one of the main reasons is it forgives us original sin. Concupiscence still remains that ability or inability that we have to, to choose the wrong. Our will is darkened, darkened intellect, and our will is um, not always towards the best. That's concupiscence. But we're all baptized because it removes original sin. Jesus never sinned. Why is Jesus getting baptized? Within Jesus is the fullness of what it is to be human. And Jesus' humility level here is taking on our sin to be baptized. He's taking on the fullness of humanity and He Himself, being God and man, is able to sanctify creation. When we're baptized, we're sanctified by the water and the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was baptized, He's the one that did the sanctifying. He's the one that made the sacraments possible. Because Jesus is the complete harmony of God and man inside of his being. And that's where we're called to be. Through our baptism. Is to cast off the old self and put on this new self, Jesus. Put on his way of life. Put on all of his virtues. So it's to fulfill all righteousness. If Jesus did not get baptized, we would not have a baptism. We would not have a sacramental life, have access to the sacramental life. Baptism is the first sacrament that has us have access to all the other sacraments. Without baptism, it's not possible to be anointed when we're sick. It's not possible for us to go to confession. It's not possible for us to receive First Communion. It's not possible for us to be married sacramentally. It's not possible for us to be ordained. It's only through Jesus' baptism that we have a baptism. He takes the fullness of humanity and baptizes it in himself. The clouds open up and this dove descends. 
When's the last time in the Bible that we heard of a dove descending? At the flood. After the great flood, there was a dove that came with an olive branch. After the old world was destroyed, life was brought by a dove. The good news was proclaimed by this dove coming with an olive branch. In Jesus' baptism, this dove, the Holy Spirit, is coming into a new creation. Made possible by what Jesus just did. So we're moved into this new creation. What is life possible now that the Son of God has come man and has paved the way for humanity to be fully alive? What is possible? Everything. And then the crazier part, what is the voice that's coming from the heavens? This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Jesus has done absolutely nothing in his life other than obey Mary and Joseph for 30 years. That's it. And the Father's gaze towards him is one of love. This is my beloved son. I am well pleased. That's God's love towards us. He's already well pleased in us. We exist. But it's to con- Continue that conversion of heart always to become more, not more acceptable to him, become more aware of how much it is that he loves us so that we can share that love. It's like my niece Cassidy and Charlie, niece and nephew. We already love them. Two and one year old, right? Three and one. Our grandkids, we already love them. Our kids, we already love them. And how much more we want to love them more. Want to show them more love. Want them to be able to receive more love. I've said this before, but any good coach does this that God does the best. Takes you where you are and makes you better. And wants to. And sacrifices his only son for us to be able to do that. So that we have an identity in him. In baptism, we also become part of the mystical body of Christ. So in baptism, we receive our vocation of life. How I'm going to live out this life for my salvation, for me to have eternal life. Religious priesthood, buried. How is the Lord calling me to live out this 
and to be faithful to it. To be able to be directed in that line. Before Jesus' approach to the Father in baptism, we had no ability to call God our Father. Through Jesus, through our baptism, we have that ability, and it's efficacious. It actually has an effect. It has an effect on God when we pray to Him, when we call on Him, when we receive His love. The Father knows us as His beloved daughters and beloved sons in our baptism. It's to receive that love, the God who creates all that is, to receive that love, to share the love with those around us, with our family, with our friends, with the world, with our coworkers. It's not us doing it by ourselves ever. It shouldn't be. But doing it with our Heavenly Father. So as we celebrate the Lord's baptism, we are essentially celebrating our own access to the sacraments, to His church, to eternal salvation, to the Eucharist. Where God feeds His people. His chosen ones, his beloved. Every single time the Mass is celebrated, to be with us, to feed us, to give us food for the journey, to walk with us. Just stir in our hearts, ask the Lord to stir in our hearts our own gratitude for our baptism, to ask for the grace to live out our baptism call.